All right, welcome everybody, Yankee Chronicles Podcast. I'm Bobby. I am here with Evan, Rob, and Donald. And man, Cole is on fire. How long you, are you? No, you're on shit. I'm still you're on fire. Bullshit. Twice in a row. Give me a lot of numbers already. <laughs> well, you, you didn't I'm telling you, I'm watching the right. I'm watching the strikeouts go up, but I'm going. Wow, was I right again? Was I right? And then he had like seven in the, you know, when he got to seven, I'm like, yeah. oh shit. I'm, so I'm actually going to reach the 10 mark, um, which I let yeah, you guys yeah, know yeah, about. Seven the third and 10 Ks, I believe. I said hey, seven the thirds, uh, no more than six hits, two runs, and uh, 10, 10 strikeouts. Yeah. Yeah, he so got one. I was pretty freaking close. Your prediction was he was better than your prediction. He yeah. was. He actually. So, and you know what? And again, you guys were all like, "Really? He's not going." I'm like, "All right." <laughs> well, did, did you see? Did you see his changeup? Oh, that changeup was filthy. Well, right, was he, more filthy. His knuckles was even more filthy. He doesn't like throwing the changeup. If you look at the past couple years, yeah. he throws it about nine percent. This year, he's already thrown it up fifteen percent. Yep. And it was fucking filthy. That's his fourth best pitch. You yeah, have a pitcher yeah. that can throw four pitches that nasty. That's why he's one of the best in the league. Yeah. And he throws a vicious knuckle curve too. Yeah. yeah. He, he was. He was. He felt every. He was feeling every pitch yesterday. That might be my favorite performance of his so far. I th- that's, but yeah. As a Yankee, yeah. I, I think it was the one where everything worked. And he was simply unbelievable. I mean, he was pitching like so young. I mean, like that was some crazy shit he was doing last time. That was impressive. Like just every time, every time he threw a pitch, the one where he just walked off before the ball even got to the glove, and he's like, "I know it's a strikeout." Like that's how you know. <laughs> like that's how you know your stuff's working. Like, he's yeah. just when he's on, he's like, it's like yeah, try to hit this. only to dominate in the league. <laughs> It's like, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> Are we going to talk about the Odar trade? Yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, yeah, why not? For sure. Um, are we for or against it? For it. Um, at first, I was negative towards it. I, it's, a we- it's a weird. I haven't warmed move. up to it yet. It's a very weird. Financially, like it was a great move. I just don't see where the, it fits on the roster. Well, it fits for a couple reasons. It fits for depth because you don't know how much you're going to have to use, you know, Estrada because they weren't going to use him. He was basically sitting there doing nothing. So now what you do is you open the option to basically get DJ rest and not have to use Wade as that option. Um, You can also use him as a DH option when you need rest for Stanton and other guys, because really you're bringing him in for his bat. He's not, he has no defense other than the fact that in Texas, he uh, has been learning how to play third base. I wouldn't trust him there. If we don't trust Andujar there, you shouldn't trust. Yeah. That's why I was trying to figure out what, like, all right, we know he's going to be a bench player, but he's also only 27. Right. I mean, it's, in his mid thirties, I thought he was it's, older. It's, it's literally the same move as when we brought in Edwin. The only difference is Edwin can play first. Yeah, that was literally the only difference. He's the same type of depth move. Yeah, it's and we gave up 
you know, Stowers, who we traded uh, essentially Sonny Gray for, that we weren't going to use because the outfield is stacked all across the yeah. all across the organization. I'm upset about Cabello. Now we have enough catching prospects that we can survive that. But, um, you know, everyone's complaining about this move because they don't understand it. They think somebody's hurt, but we're paying literally zero dollars for him. Mm -hmm. Texas is paying all of his contract. He's going to count nothing towards a luxury tax. In fact, Ken Rosenthal said we're going to save some money with this move. And a lot of people are questioning why Michael King was sent down. It's because he just threw six innings, so we're probably not going to see him for a couple of days. You explained that the other episode. He was going to get sent down anyway, and most of these fans, especially on Twitter, have no idea what's going on, and it's hard to explain to them every goddamn day. Happens yeah, that's all the time. Because yeah, I think true. it was Brian Holt said tweet. I, was, I just kind of – there were some people freaking out about it. I was like, relax. It's just because he pitched six innings. He's unavailable at the moment. He'll come back in a, uh, in a couple of days. I'm not quite sure what the corresponding move will be, but, I, but he will be coming back. It's not like he's going to be um, destined for, you know, the alternate side. Right. And that's also why you need multiple options on the team, because there's going to be a lot of rotating parts throughout the season. So options are important. You know, it doesn't matter who the player is. Sometimes you have to just move them because of who's trying to come up or who's trying to go down and stuff. I just don't understand what Tyler Wade has against this organization, like what he's holding them hostage with, because the fact that, they didn't even think about sending him down for this move. I, I get why King was the option now, but if King comes back or when King comes back and they keep Tyler Wade, then we know he's got something against – like he's got some pictures that we don't know about. <laughs> well, I, I, I think it's more that they're nervous about Torres. Yeah, it's a shortstop issue. It's, um, I, I don't think the door plays shortstop. So Tyler Wade can play a backup shortstop. It's more I mean, we have some options. If they really want to move on from Torres, you could trade him for Castillo. That makes our rotation better. And we would still have enough prospects and other talent to trade for Trevor Story. You just got to keep Geo. <laughs> I, I highly doubt they're I, that sour. I, on no, I, 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 know, I know saying. what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah, that's not the route to go. I'm just saying – what if fucking Torres just implodes and is fucking that crazy and we want to make it to the playoffs this year? They might do that, but it's realistically not going to be on the front mind of Cashman going into the deadline at all. Right. People need to get that out of their mind. Yeah. The Odor, Odor movie makes nothing, doesn't have to do with Torres. They're completely <laughs> this is purely a depth issue. Um, I'm looking at Odor's numbers here. Obviously, He's best known for having three 30-plus home run seasons. He's, you know, considering he's only 27. I think he's best known for punching Batista in the fucking face. Well, I was saying, you know, that. He, he's saying that he's not known for defense. Well, he's, he's got a good defensive jab on him. Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so, like, in uh, 2016, he had 33 homers. And um, in 2017, he had uh, 30 homers. In 2019, he had 30 homers. Again, um, OPS... Well, his, his, his career OPS is about 728. Um, so, you know what? I, I think I don't have an issue with it. I don't see what the – like, I, you know, obviously Twitter again kind of reacted. And, and it was interesting because even Michael Kay questioned it on uh, – um, during the during the, uh, during the game. He was like, I'm not quite sure what the fit is. Um, yeah, yeah, no, but I, it's kind of like a no-lose for me. I don't – you know, I don't really give yeah. up it. Well, the thing is, a lot of people 
thought, you know, all right, who's injured? Like Rob said, you know, everybody, you know, was trying to figure out, all right, who's leaving? Who's this? We all thought, I thought Tyler Wade was out. And I was like, okay. And, but it's, it's just a bench player. It's no, nobody's going anywhere. It's, it's just purely depth. budgetary. It's a depth move. That's it. It's, pure, it's budgetary because people are wondering why it wasn't Dietrich, but it's for the luxury tax. We're saving money by having Odor on the roster. And him and D- Dietrich is probably a better player in terms of overall hitting. And I guess what he offers uh, defensively, but the Yankees are clearly playing with that budget. They want to have some money available for a possible trade down the line for a big impact player at the deadline and stay under that threshold. We've known this and the fact they've made a move that benefits that. And we're still questioning it. Like it who knows? If even, exactly. It, we're saving money or act, we're actually saving money by adding a player. You don't get to do that. You can't get rid of Diedrich because if Gio goes down for any reason, we don't have a better third base option for him. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, Cashman's looking for uh, ways in which to boost power from the left side without um, and kind of catching lightning in a bottle a little bit, um, and that's what he's he's hoping with uh, with this move. I mean, Bruce is providing a little bit of something um, recently, and I think he's hoping that maybe. Odor can provide a little bit of uh, spark off the off the bench on the left side, a bit of pop. Um, I, I, we're not really losing anything from this. It's, it's not costing us any money. It's not costing us any prospects. Um, I'm a little bit disappointed that Estrada has been designated for assignment. Uh, yeah, that that Donald, I was a little upset about. Donald, is that because you like Estrada or because you really don't like Wade? Both. I, I yeah. For me, I it was both. I was a better player personally. I prefer. Estrada. Well, I didn't ask you, Taz. I asked fucking Donald. I actually prefer Estrada. I think Estrada is a better player. Um, I, I don't think Estrada is is like a is going to you know keep me up at night losing him. But I'm just saying, I think in terms of comparing him between the two, I actually think he's a better player. Well, I just feel like we haven't been able to really see Estrada, you know? Like, he, he he doesn't get much playing time when he's up here. We've seen Wade over the past four or five years not get any better, and yet we're not analyzing a player who had tremendous potential, and yet we don't know what that potential is because, like I said, we never see him play. Do you know, I agree that the times that you've seen Estrada, you've been more impressed with him than, than Wade. Yes, I have. I think he's a better glove. I think he's, yeah, I do. I think he's a better all, all, overall player, better yeah. bat as well. Much better ball. Yeah. But the only thing Wade is speed. Tats, yeah. go ahead and answer the question. Sorry to curse you. Go ahead. No. I'm it's done. okay. Don't, don't feel bad. It's okay. No, buddy. go fuck yourself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want my opinion? I won't give it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Estrada was one of those, you know, one of those prospects that we were able to see on and off, and we saw the potential he had. But because we have to keep somebody like Wade, who really is below average, you know, or, or just plain average as a player, hold this kid back. Yeah, and it's if you're not going to use these players, just. You trade him away for other pieces. Like, give him a chance somewhere else. Well, they can still trade Estrada. They got that yeah. 10-day 
Um, yeah, yeah, they have the ten day window. Uh, I, I'm expecting something at the deadline. Um, I don't think Odar is going to be, you know, the only move this year, but I do think it's going to be moves around that type of caliber player, meaning someone who had a significant career maybe two or three years ago and now is kind of trying to rejuvenate that. We're going to get a player like that, I feel. I I don't see Castillo or any type of big ace coming in here, especially if we got Cole, uh, Kluber, and Tayon pitching really well. It's catching lightning lightning in a bottle. Um, He knows that we don't have many regulars that that you can just stick a lefty bat in there. So he's, he's trying to find ways in which to do it. So Brett Gardner is providing a little bit of, uh, as a fourth option, fourth outfielder. Then you've got, he's looking at ways to do that in the infield. You know, he's, he's taken a flyer in Jay Bruce and now he's, he's given it a go with Odor. The only thing about Cashman though, is he loves this type of player. He loves yeah. this type of player. He can't get enough of them. The high strikeout, the high, the high home run with questionable defense, Oh, baby, sign me up, says Cashman. Yep. Remember when that. everyone wanted Daniel Murphy? Yep. <laughs> Same thing. He loves that shit. Chris Carter yep. loves that. Oh, uh, not him again. <laughs> the second baseman for the Twins who had power. He was good for like three or four years. Brian something. I Brian Dozier. Yeah, him. We wanted yeah. him for a while. Mm-hmm. Yankees fans <laughs> They want everybody. And when we get somebody, it's like, guy sucks. It's cheap. So the team. <laughs> we wanted Scooter and we wanted Panic and we wanted. I wanted Profar. That was a guy I really wanted. I wanted Brantley. Michael Brantley. Yeah, Brantley is kicking ass so far. I would have taken Brantley. I just uh, wanted him off the goddamn Astros. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what the fuck, Toronto? Good job, you dickheads. By the way, can we have a little comment on Brett Gardner's at bats? No, people. Well, I was just going to say, let's 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 move on to our play. You know, yeah, you know, last night. When when I saw that he was batting third, I was like, oh, here we go. But I'll tell you what, his at bats were a hundred thousand times better than Aaron Hicks's at bats. He was yep. Dude. No, I like I like the lefty bat between the two accounts and hitting the power guys. Well, Hicks does that too. He's a switch hitter. That's what but I'm saying. I like that. Because most of the time he'll hit from the left side. I was quite yeah. impressed with Gardner. Yeah, Gardner looked good. Bruce looked good. Yeah, Bruce. He's, he's looked good at the plate. You know, he's drawn some walks. And yesterday he got his first homer. As much as Evan thinks he looks terrible. No, no, he's getting he's getting better. Yeah, he's getting he, he looks very solid. He looked bad the first couple games to me. Uh, the last two, he has looked much, much better. I will give him that. Um, with Brett Gardner, though, he doesn't get enough credit for two things that he's very good at that he doesn't have to do a lot. One is bunting. He's a very good bunter. But the other one is he constantly fouls pitches off to stay alive at the bat. Yep. And, you know, maybe he doesn't always get the amount of walks you want, but he'll get the pitcher to throw, you know, eight to yeah. ten to fifteen pitches, and then yeah. the next guy will do the damage. He's constantly been good at that his entire career. Yeah, he it's wears the pitcher down. Yeah, it's he's giving the next batter up every look at what that pitcher's got. That pitcher will have to go through his entire repertoire. Yeah, that's <laughs> another good point. Yep. If he even gets him out, and then the next guy coming up will will have a better idea of what's 
what's coming to him. So and I like having a guy like that near the top of the lineup. I think that when you when the top of the lineup is able to force the pitches, you know, Arsenal to be exposed, that that's always a good thing. Especially when you get you know, the the power bat behind you, he's just gonna you know wear the pitcher down, and then you're gonna get that you know that mistake pitch in the next at bat. Yeah. Look at what happened with the, the the other game with the Stanton home run, right? What four walks? That pitcher was exhausted. Yeah. That's what you wanted to, and they were they were long at bats. It wasn't like they were just four pitch walks. Well, we talked about this before. This is what they did in the playoffs. The games that they won last year, they wore the pitcher down yep. and they drew their walks. They got their guys up and they hit when their pitches came to them. And that's exactly what Stanton did the other night. The guy hung a slider and Stanton said, or it was fastball, whatever it was. Thank you. <laughs> hung the pitch, it right down the plate. Yeah. And he said, thank you. And I'm going to hit the mile. And that's what you want to do. And we saw the same thing last night. You know, they didn't score a ton in the early going, but when they, you know, as the game went on, we saw them, you know, start to take their pitches and yep. get on base. And then Judge hit that late home run, pretty much just put it away, which I'm sure people find something to complain about with that one because it was garbage time or whatever they want to say. But no, no, no. There's no such. I hate that. Can we get, can we side chat, take a side note to that? The, 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 um, I don't care what the score is until that 27th out is made, you keep scoring. I don't care if it's 20 to nothing. You keep that pressure on because we've seen it too many times before where teams can get on a run and a pitcher could just, you know, the, the pitching staff just doesn't have it. And they, you know, well, we had to have Chapman warming up because the game is never over until it's over. So keep, keep scoring, go for it. No, that shit, it makes, it makes no sense why you those, would watch. I hate that term garbage, garbage run. It's this such is a professional deal. sports. You're going to put a limit on how much a professional athlete can yeah. score against the other team. Look at the New York Rangers last night. I know you guys don't give a shit about hockey, but they're playing <laughs> the best, one of the best teams in the league in Pittsburgh, and they were not going to beat Pittsburgh unless they scored the first two or three goals. They scored four goals in the first and won the game 8-3 to three because they didn't let up. They just kept scoring goals. That's how you win. You can tell the Rangers who are a fucking 18-15 and 15 team to go easy on a team that's 25 and fucking 10 simply because we want to respect them. Go fuck yourself. It's I don't not Little League. There's no mercy rule. You keep the pressure on. Mm-hmm. Especially in baseball, though, because we have seen people score 10-15 to 15 to 20 runs in an inning. Yep. And it doesn't matter if they're the best team or the worst team. If you're pitching poorly, you can light it up. Yep. Yeah. You know, every lineup, and any lineup in on any team can put to you know can have those games where it just clicks. Yeah. You know, whether it's I mean, you know, whether it's the Yankees or you know the, the the pathetic Pirates, yeah, it's gonna happen. The the Pirates are gonna end up with they're gonna have a game where they scored double digit runs. It's that's baseball. It's going to happen. The worst team is going to win 60 times. But impressed with judges that bad. So it looks like, you know, that uh, home run was an example of, of him getting his timing in. It looks like he's. Judge, he's, judge is really locked in right yeah, now. Yeah, he looks locked in. And, you know, when you're locked in, you have to make hay because, you know, there's a game of failure. So a lot of the time you're going to be cold. So when you're hot, take advantage of it, man. 
And so I'm, I'm happy with the judges at bats. His, his at bats are getting better. His, his swing is looking on. And uh, that home run was an example of him looking like he's uh, he's going to rake for, for a little while here. So that was God a good damn start. it, Rob. That was <laughs> He's doing it beyond the home runs, though, too, because if you uh, noticed, his two singles were power fuck singles. Oh. I mean, they were impressive. And, and I know uh, CJ came on the show a couple of days ago, and we kind of laughed at him when he said Judge was the best hitter on the team. Um, Judge is kind of showing us why he is a good hitter. He's a good hitter. I just can't get past what DJ is, you know? And, and to me, DJ kind of epitomizes what – you know, a typical good hitter in the major league baseball would want to look like. That's why for me, I can't say judge is a good hitter because he's so significantly good at the home runs. Yeah. We've seen time and time again, judge hit the ball so hard and like it just happened the other day, it goes right to the defense. Like sometimes that's a detriment when you hit the ball as hard as he and Stanton do, because you might, you know, you might think that should be a base hit where it could have died down and you drop into the yeah, outfield. It, it, it stays up long right, enough. Yeah. So but look, we look see at how hard he – didn't he hit the ball at the pitcher the other day? Yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yesterday he hit it so hard the thing just kind of popped off towards the third baseman. They couldn't do anything about it. That poor pitcher. That fr- <laughs> how he got out of that first inning, I don't – I don't. I can't – I oh, couldn't wrap my head around it. No, it, dude, it reminds me – I didn't me get over movie. that until like the fifth inning. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of the movie Mr. Deeds when he's learning how to play tennis and he keeps hitting the guy in the throat with the tennis ball. Oh, is that my point? It's my point? Okay. He just keeps doing that. Like, just keep hitting at the pitcher then. It's crazy that it's going seven runs apiece, but we easily could have doubled it on both games. We easily could have had 14 runs both these last two games. I'm just pleased that we finally kind of got to him. Because after that, I was like, oh, my God, what are we in for? But, but uh, you know, they came together. But it it shows how up and down baseball is because look at the drastic difference between the first three games against Toronto and the last two against Baltimore. Well, well, the big difference is Toronto are actually a good team and Baltimore are kind of Right, but my point is that's going to happen all season. And when you listen to the chaotic fans on Twitter, you're going to drive yourself nuts seeing how negative and positive it is fluctuating from game to game over 162 or games. back season. to at bat because if you, after the first inning, you think he's was ready to, to lynch people. And then and then Jay Bruce hit that home run and then things started to, to come together. Yeah. It's like that, well, that home run really woke everybody up. After that home run is when you started to see the at-bats where, you know, they were being a little more patient to play. They were, they were battling. So... Even though I was actually just... guess it was actually before the home run. I actually think uh, him throwing that runner out at home play turned the game. Around. That was a good throw. Yeah, that was a good play. Yeah, Giambi that... probably would have fucked that up. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Get, I'm not even sure Voigt would have thrown that that runner out at home. I think Jay Bruce's outfield arm, you know, made the difference there. That was a big time throw. Yep. Well, Rob, do we have any trivia today? Hello? The grounds crew's outside. I don't know if you guys can hear that on the No, microphone. we cannot do trivia, you bum. Okay. No, well, it's trivia you, time. You hear some sound. You, you try to slack out of trivia because it's a bad Oh, no, I'm not. 
No, you're like, just crowd, you're just a spot because you don't, <laughs> you don't have any points. Oh, I don't have any points. I'm gonna complain every time. Welcome to the episode number three of the week. Yeah, something. Bobby has the fourth one. So far. It's the third. Anyway, it's the fourth trivia. Go fuck yourself. So you have Bobby in the lead so far with a single point this week. But today's question is about today's starter, Jameson Tyon. In what month does Tyon have the lowest ERA? Donald, I'll give you the first shot. June. Nope. April. Uh Uh-uh. Tats? I'm going to say May. Donald, your second and last guess. August. No. I got it wrong. I knew it was wrong. September. That is it. It is the month of September. It also includes October a little bit, but in 15 career There's starts. There's literally only mo- one month left. I had a yeah, 50 yeah. shot at that. <laughs> you were just a process of elimination. But he has, 15 <laughs> he has a 2.80 ERA, which is very nice for us. If he has that going into October, September, yeah, and October this year. Evan is on the board for the first time, we have Yeah, I just told you. That was a stupid fucking question. Uh, I'm going to give you a question where there can only be six possible answers. <laughs> and you know what? If and you would have got it wrong, them. you would have complained anyway. So <laughs> why don't you just take your point and be happy for one? Because it's a bullshit point. This is like a fucking negative point. Oh, you like bumble fuck. Enough. I, saw, I love that. He <laughs> finally won something. He's still unhappy. I love that. <laughs> To be fair, he is right. I mean, you made Gary good. leave. Like he's like this guy. Like, good. Good. Like, what what you playing with the fucking bobbleheads? Stop the laughing, Gary bobblehead. You sick of the bobbleheads? You say, huh? Because <laughs> you're always touching them. He's fondling the bobbleheads. See, see, you got a problem, Rob. You got a problem for you're complaining a about winning with bobbleheads. You probably gotta go to fucking Whoa. rehab for bobbleheads. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Take it easy. I got a problem. I like to touch bobbleheads. What is your rehab? Hi, I'm Evan. I'm angry when I win. Yeah, <laughs> I go to the lunatic rehab. Yeah, Everything upsets me. Help. Put him in Arkham Asylum. Fucking lunatic. It's nice to not see your face past this bobblehead. Judge is a much better face for you. See this. <laughs> Tats, you got anything for us, Donald? Yeah, let's let's um let's talk about uh that ninth inning with Licky. Uh, yeah. what a boring way to end the game. <laughs> uh, it was. I wasn't able to see the play itself. Uh, I didn't watch the replay yet. What happened with that? With that? Uh. When they had a challenge that the the runner at first, I don't know how was, was he safe? Was he safe. out? He was out, but they left it safe, right? They left. Yeah. They, yeah, they kept the call. Yeah, it was bullshit. He was clearly out by like half a step. It was close. What's the point of replay? Out. What's the point of replay if you're still going to get it wrong? Donald, speed up. You game, saw the play, right? Um, I actually after we went seven nothing up. I turned it off and went to sleep. It was Are you o'clock. serious? It's three o'clock in the morning. Six in the morning, in the morning there. 
Tech, like, you said you had a good question. Sleep, but Donald doesn't have a choice. He legit gets no sleep because of this yeah. podcast. <laughs> That's his sacrifice for the show. Like Donald <laughs> probably sleeps on his walk to work. The fucking building's so long, it takes him an hour to get there anyway. Probably just fucking. I, I my shift. I'm fine. I'm ready to go. As long as I'm ready for the Yankees and for the podcast, that's all about it. One time I fell asleep riding a bicycle. Are you serious? Yeah. How'd you do that? I don't know. I just know that I did because I woke up in a ditch with the bicycle on top of me. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, that I have never right? heard before. What more can I add to that? Yeah, that that's the show right there. There you go. <laughs> what about Donald's awards? Did you I got award? my awards. Yeah, in. let's get the awards in. Okay. Well, again, is it such an easy... Uh, Perfect win is very hard to find anything to be negative about, so nobody gets the L. Um, the MVP is between Judge and Cole. Um, obviously, Judge looks like he's on. Cole, um, I'll have to say that uh, 13 Ks and in seven innings was unbelievable. I think it was, it was the best he's ever pitched, so he gets the MVP. Um, and also the uh, at-bat where he went 0-2 for the knuckle curve that was in the 80s, and then threw a 101-mile-an-hour fastball. That was disgusting, like filthy, like illegal in 48 states kind of shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's some unheard of shit for pitching. Yeah. It really and, is. Uh, That's crazy. What state is it legal in? Because you only said 48. What states is it legal in? Legal <laughs> 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 uh, So, yeah, that was awesome. And there's actually a tweet by Lindsay Adler uh, quoting uh, that uh, a, 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 a baseball website that says it's called pitch tunneling. The, the, the knuckle curve is exactly the same location as that following 101 mile an hour fastball. So um, that was uh, that was really impressive what he did there. The hustle award goes to Jay Bruce for throwing out the runner at home. And my stat of the day, Cole broke a record yesterday. Cole is the only Yankee to record seven or more Ks in 11 straight starts. So Garrett Cole broke well done, the Cole. record. So right on. He's so it. good. I'm so happy we finally have him after all these years. Guy now. And now we get to deal with Jack Leiter going to like Boston or something. Yay. Did we select him and he turned us down or something like that? Well, we, we selected him in the 20th round or something because yeah. we knew, as did all the other teams, that he was going to go to college. He had a commitment to Vanderbilt yeah. anyway had said before the draft that he was going to honor that commitment. Um, so we basically took him in the 20th and were like, signing bonus? And he's like, no, I'm going to fucking college. Oh. Just just like fucking Cole did to us. Yeah. Not doing a college. Except Cole, we selected in the, in the first round, so it's a little different, you know? Yeah. It sucks when you select someone at 28 and they say, fuck you, and then four years, three years later, they're number one. It's like, god damn it. Go to Boston or something. That'd be awful. Yeah. Uh, who has the first pick this year? Do we know? It's probably Pittsburgh, Detroit, yeah. Boston, something like that. It's got to be yeah, Pittsburgh. Boston was third, I think. Second or third. If he goes to Pittsburgh, we need him to go to Detroit because Detroit they give up on their players quickly and have no problem shipping people out. Pittsburgh, no. however, they will fuck us as long as they can. No, I think if he goes to Pittsburgh, we'll still do the same thing though. They'll never keep him. So. 
True. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to uh, what else you got, Donald. That was my worst. That that's your list, right? Yeah, Pat, right. you said you had a really good question for today, and you still haven't asked it yet. No, let's say, we're gonna. I'm holding back on it a little bit. Um, we don't have anything left, so fucking stop holding. Yeah, back. No, no, the pitching participation is killing us. Yeah, Jesus Christ. All right, the pitching the pitching line for Tyone tonight. All right, he's gonna go five and two thirds. I don't have him going into the six because he hasn't. This is his first start. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say five strikeouts, and he's yep. gonna give up six hits. And how many runs? I'm gonna say two. Uh, I'll say two runs. I'll take that. I will take that because that means they're probably gonna win the game. Yeah, that was that was a very realistic stat. I, you know the bullpen's gotten a lot of rest the last couple of days, so I don't think they're gonna push Tyon on his first start. So I'm thinking they're gonna they're gonna let him go into the fifth inning, and then he has the pitch count anyway. You know, yeah. they they moved him to the fourth start so that they can you know pace how many starts he gets and and for how long. So I don't think he's gonna go six. I don't think they want him to. No, no, no that's why he doesn't see the sixth inning. He uh, might actually be capped at five. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I have him going in just because I don't know the um, – we'll see you know, how he looks. I know they're talking about the pitch count, but if if he's – if they're labor – you know, if he gets a couple of innings where he doesn't have to throw a lot, I think uh, where he's got stress-free innings, nobody on base – I think they'll give him a little bit more of a leash. Uh, I think he's, you know, he's going to have a good first inning, so I'm giving him a little, little leeway there. So, no, no. Score prediction right from yesterday, seven to two. I, I was it. Did anybody remember? The what? We got the score prediction right from yesterday because we all had a prediction for the scores. I said, I said four. I was off. I don't remember. Uh, actually, I don't even remember. <laughs> if I run, I would have been very close. <laughs> Damn you, Judge. <laughs> I think I had seven two. That's what I think. I had six to three, seven to two. We'll go, we'll go back. We'll go back to the tape and clarify that. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it's it's under review. Yeah. But if we're anything like the MLB review, it's going to be wrong. So yeah, why didn't wait, Donald? Why didn't you, you said nobody got the L? Why didn't the umpires and the replay crew get the L? The only L I would give to is uh, Angelo Hernandez. He's fucking horrendous. <laughs> oh, he's trending again on Twitter for how yeah, bad he is. I, was, I saw his performance. I'd give him the L. He, he fucking sucks. He's always bad. He's, ne- yeah. he's never been good. He's nope. a fucking egotistical asshole who thinks that because he sucks so bad, he can fucking do a bogus lawsuit about discrimination. When if you look at the stats behind his career, the only World Series he was at was the one where the Chicago White Sox won. I think that was 2005. It was one of the lowest rated World Series in the past 50 years. It was dreadful. They had horrible calls and no one gave a fuck with who won. So good for you, Angel Hernandez. That's why you don't get another World Series game because yep. you fucking were trashed the one time they gave it to you and they're like, okay, yeah, fuck this guy. Grub. 
think they only gave him 80% uh, success rate with his correct pitches yesterday. Yeah, like, which is terrible for an umpire. That's good for him, actually. That's yeah. high for him. He's usually low 60s. <laughs> yeah. He's awful. All right, so the the, uh, the anticipation. Are you asking my question, damn it? The what question? Your question? Yeah, you've upset right. the balls. Good job. Yeah. You can go to the barn for one night with one of these three players. All right. Yeah. Okay. David Wells. Oh, boy. Mickey Mantle. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Who are you going out partying with? As a, as I didn't a hear the third one. I'm sorry. Yeah, Wells, Mantle, and Ruth. Well, I mean, realistically, if you could pick two, you would want to go Ruth and fucking Wells because those two probably can drink so much goddamn beer. Um, the bar would have to close and we'd have to go across the street to the next bar because they'd be out. <laughs> um. Mickey Mantle seems like he, he would be too nice. You know, I like to start shit and cause issues at bars. So I, I'm going to say Wells would be the most fun because I, I know most about him and I know he's the fucking hoot when it comes to that kind of shit. So I think well, Wells or Roots, you can't really go wrong. They're both party boys. But imagine going with fucking Doc and Strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> like if you could pick two, I think I'd go Doc and Strawberry over Wells and Ruth. I'd be afraid to go out with Babe Ruth. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> like, hey, I try this she and I'm like, no, no, no. And then he'd probably like get his mafia friends to whack me or something. Not a good time. I'm pretty sure he was <laughs> in the mafia. Yeah, I think he was. I think he had some ties. It would not surprise me. Baseball was his front. Yeah. <laughs> waste management. <laughs> that, was, that was his waste management. Yeah. <laughs> we cracked the code. Babe Ruth was oh, back to the mafia. Oh, <laughs> cool. So, um, Evan, we got to see uh, this guy, John Means, tonight. Uh, yeah. He's been somebody that you've brought up before. You, you wanna, um, what should the uh, Yankee hitters expect tonight? I mean, I, see, that's the thing. I don't really know the scouting report on Means. I, I just know that he's pitched really well recently, and I know he's, uh, you know, been Baltimore's best pitcher. Um, if you guys want to throw in anything, because I, I don't, I don't know if he's like a, a hard thrower. I don't know any of his pitches anything like that i just know he has had success i think he's a control artist but i'm not right. quite sure so i don't want to speak on it too much um but i nah. think we can light him up i mean this is baltimore i yeah. we go in towards baltimore and we're always confident that we can destroy him so i'm, gonna I, go I'm waiting for that and... i'm waiting for the game we get to see harvey <laughs> I'm going to go look up some stuff on John Means, and I'll get let you guys know uh, later before the game what I think going into it. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode. So if, when you're done watching this, go check out statementgames.com. Learn all, get a unique experience to your fantasy sports. Check out DocAdams.org. Learn about the founder of baseball and listen to us daily on radioplaylive.com. 
Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. So, yeah, for everybody, YankeeChronicles.com. Stay safe, stay smart, and go Yankees. Go.